Good morning and win today. Welcome to my TBJ moment. My TBJ moment is a brand new program that will be airing on Emmanuel TV. It's going to be delving into the impact of Prophet TB Joshua on people from across the world. I have here with me is Bimbai on my right and Jamila on my left. I'm Isaac Moses. One thing we all have in common is the privilege of having shared moments with Prophet TB Joshua. Yes, indeed. From the celebrated to the successful and even the famous one, a moment with Prophet TB Joshua is all it took to change their lives forever. Mm. And for myself, a girl from Mauritius Island, a moment with the Prophet TB Joshua changed my whole life, bringing light and giving me hope for the future. Absolutely, and millions can testify to the fact that an encounter with the man of God in any shape or form, whether it be prayer, teaching, or philanthropy, changed the course of their lives forever. Wow. That's right. Mm. So in this program, we will be bringing you closer to those experiences and encounters with various personalities as they share and give us their insight about their TBJ moments. All right. So without wasting further time, let's bring in the man of God in his sermon titled, Christ and the Word are One. Hallelujah. Viewers all over the world, you are welcome. Thank you for being part of this program today. Christ and the Word are one. Part two. Christ and the Word are one. Hallelujah. Let me take you to the Art of Apostle 12. Let's look at verse 24. But the Word of God grew and multiplied. The word of God grew and multiplied. That is his seed. One thing I want you to know, knowing facts about Jesus Christ does not change your relationship with him. Because a man can be a Christian by profession and not such in heart. A man can be a Christian by confession and not such in heart. Take the time to splash land in the Word of God, to absorb it to discover what the Lord has to say to you each day. You are in it. Here, you are here. I am here. But most important, God. What uncommon sort of book? A book when we read, he reads us as well. At the same time, when we are reading it, it's reading us. 
in that verse 24, but the word of God grew and multiplied. You want to have an appointment with a man, you have the number or get connected. But in case of our Lord, meditation in the word of God is a visit with him. Tell your neighbor, meditation in the word of God is a visit with him. That the word of God becomes a part of one by meditation. He is with me in the living word. Tell your neighbor, he is with us in the living word. It is not only committing the word to memory, which is valuable, but it is letting the word become an integral part of our being. When the Bible says, in my name you shall cast out demon. Yes. You can cast out demon in his name, but nothing unless we act on God's word. Listen, read your Bible with devotion regularly, repeatedly, and attentively so that you become familiar with the way and manner God speaks and the way we answer God with our life. The word of God, the more you read, the more you get familiar with his voice. Wow, what a powerful word that is. And you know, the theme for today is becoming familiar with God's voice. And I think we all have personal experiences with that. Isaac, what, yeah. what are your thoughts? As a matter of fact, I recall listening to the man of God in one of his sermons. And um, he said, you pray. We all pray, but it takes the grace of God to know when your prayers are answered. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and he always had those nuggets. You know, it was always, it, it always seemed so simple. But if you went over the words over and over, you'd realize that the meaning was very deep. That's right. You see, most times the prophet speaks in parables. And you also have to have the grace to understand him. And, but then again, he goes repeatedly. It tells you this over and over until it seeps right into you. You can't miss it. On one of such preachings, I heard him say something that really struck me as very deep. That people pray. Everybody says prayers. But then again, it takes the grace of God to know when your prayers are answered. So, and that got me thinking. And you know, a lady prays to meet a nice partner, to meet a partner. Same thing with a guy praying to meet a partner. But then again, when God brings you that partner, <laughs> you, probably wouldn't, you probably wouldn't even know. You need to be familiar with the voice of God, that still little voice that speaks to you from deep inside you. I don't know if 
Oh, you're making total sense. And that relationship, because it all comes from relationship exactly. through meditation as, mm -hmm. as, as he preaches and he teaches as well. Exactly. And, and I know, Jamila, you're really fortunate because you, daddy took you in as a daughter. What was that like? Oh, indeed, I cherish every moment spent with a man of God, Prophet TV Joshua. You know, I always wanted to know Jesus more as a teenager. I was thirsty, going left and right, but I was lost. But hearing the voice of God, understanding the word of God and knowing Jesus more, it has been through the prophet T.B. Joshua. He took me as his own daughter, as mm. his own, as his blood and flesh. He took care of me financially, spiritually. He really helped me. God used him to teach me who Jesus is, who Jesus was and what Jesus will do in my life. He, he was so generous. His generosity, I, I cannot explain. He helped me, my family, even though I come from far, Mauritius, not even wow. in Nigeria. He welcomed me, arms wide open. And words are not enough to tell about Prophet TV Joshua. We need to write a big book to explain <laughs> everything you know, about he, him. Yeah, he walked the talk. You see, talking about the Bible, the Word of God, and living the Word of God is, a, is, a, is an entirely different thing. But the man of God, Prophet T.B. Joshua, he preaches the word and he lived, he was exemplary. He lived exemplary life. I, I, I didn't think as a talk show host, I mean, as I am a travel, travel show presenter, and I didn't think it was possible to be successful and be humble. Mm. Honestly, it doesn't go together, success and humility. I, I didn't think, it, I didn't know how, but then having an encounter with the prophet taught me taught me to be humble, yes. taught me to know that, look, no matter how successful you are, you can still be humble. And success comes from God. So he, is, he has time for everyone. He listens to you, irrespective of who you are, whether you are important in the society or you are not important, he listens to you and gives you equal attention. That's hard. It is hard. And that's why he's an enigma, honestly. You know what I love most is yeah. that it was done with very few words. You know, he, it, it, there were no, it was never a long lecture. It wasn't mm -hmm. hours and hours of conversation. Just a few short words, literally, was all it would take to, to, if you could grab them, if you had the grace, and if you were obedient enough to just grab those words and live by them and execute, you would start seeing results. You yeah. start seeing things changing in your life. You know, you know he said, if you read the Bible, don't read it like a literature. Read it slowly, repeatedly, again and again. And usually for me, I don't know where to read in the Bible. That's the truth. I, I, do I just open the Bible and start reading wherever I feel like reading? So through his word, I started getting used to reading the Bible. Slowly, because usually... I thought it was smart to have, you know, to say, oh, I have read the Bible from the beginning mm -hmm. to the end, just like you read a novel. But having encountered the prophet T.B. Joshua, I know that, look, it's not about reading the Bible from the beginning to the end. You need to learn to read it slowly so the word will sink into you because every word in the Bible has been carefully chosen to tell you something. And he said, as you read it, mm -hmm. it's reading you. It's reading you. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, let's now get into, you know, the conversation about our guest today, who is somebody who, you know, is mm. such a long-term friend of Prophet TV Joshua and That's of right. the church as well, who can really testify to hearing God's voice through the man of God and also learning more and growing in his walk of faith uh, and getting to an appreciation of the fact that Christ and the Word truly are one. Hmm. All right. And that brings us to our first guest on the show. He is Dr. T. Mark. He's a flautist, he's a composer, and he's a personal friend of Prophet TV Joshua. Don't go away. Good morning, everybody, and win today. Welcome back. You're still watching my TBJ Moments, and uh, we've already explained it. But in case you missed it, this is a program where we'll be delving into some of the most insightful moments that people all over the world have shared with Prophet TB Joshua. And I'm really excited about today's conversation because we're going to get some insight into moments that we've read about, moments that we've only heard about, with a longtime friend of Prophet TB Joshua and also a very longtime friend of the church, T Mac. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, thank you very much. It is a pleasure and an honor to be on Emmanuel TV, my favorite television station. I have missed my performances on Emmanuel TV, but I'm happy to be here today. And we're so grateful to have you here, especially because in your heart, in your soul, you hold so many memories uh, of, of the legacy of not just Emmanuel TV, but of Prophet TB Joshua as well. So why don't we start this conversation from the beginning? Thank How did you meet the man of God? I have to go down memory lane. And I remember one day I took a friend to the Edo train terminal. And that's the first time I saw Prophet T.B. Joshua in a white gown with his beard, praying and preaching to people in the, rail in the train terminal. I was memorized and I stood there watching him and I approached him and he said to me, ah, you are the gentleman who plays that flute. I said, yes, yes, man of God, I am. That's the first time I met him. Wow. Then, the mother of one of my bodyguards was a member of the synagogue, the old synagogue. So she gave me the address and I went to the wooden synagogue. Well, what was it that actually convinced you that you, sh you should go? I mean, after seeing anybody, him anybody who meets somebody like Prophet T.B. Joshua feels what's coming out of him. This is just like it hits you. He doesn't need to talk much with his slow, nice voice. He would just speak a few words and it goes into you. So I had, to, I had to say, I must find that his church. Then my bodyguard said, yeah, my mother is a follower. So she took me to Ikotun, and I went to the wooden church. I sat in the back, but I saw him. He was looking at me, and then we exchanged some few greetings. And I think that was 93 or 94. In the early 90s. Yes, early 90s. Then I left for six years to America. I had a contract to work as an in-house composer for Universal. My uh, specialty is Philharmonic composition. And when I came back, it was Charlie Boy, the Piedmont president in the year 2002, who said, Atimak, let's go together to the synagogue. Prophet Tibi Joshua has a small birthday party. I saw the big new building and I said, wow, 
this prophet has really gone a, a long way. So we sat there in the main auditorium, in the main hall, and um, we had food to eat, good food. It was nice decorated. And I said, where is prophet? When is he coming? He said, oh, don't worry, he will come. Then prophet came in from one side, and he was jogging past all the tables. He didn't greet nobody, didn't shook no hand. He just jogged between all the tables, jogging through and jogged out. Charlie boy said, ah, oh, you see, he's a showman too, like us. <laughs> and then one of his disciples came to me and said, prophet wants to see you in his office. She took me up to his office, and that was my first private discussion with him. 20 years ago, one of the many, many discussions. We talked about everything, about music. And uh, he said that he loves music. He loves my flute. He has seen me on NTA. And I said, I will come to the synagogue. Then one of the following Sundays, I rehearsed first with the band. I played the first time in the synagogue. And they have repeated that many times. So from then on, 2002, till his passing into glory last year, we were constantly involved in many projects. I'm sure you will ask those questions. Hmm. And he shared that passion as well. Uh, you know, when you were talking about your, your times with him, your experiences with him, he said you discovered that he also loved music, entertainment, media. Tell us a little bit about what we don't know. Prophet T.B. Joshua composed beautiful songs. Some of them are being played by the band, and he would hum them to me or sing them to me. And I actually wrote a symphony for him, the symphony for the synagogue of all nations. Now, Prophet T.B. Joshua loved the arts. Many countless musicians who had a problem, health problem, financial problems, spiritual problems, I brought them to him. He would follow me to the service, and he would know I'm in the service. He would say, T-Mac, come to the office. And I'd say, I have this and this musician here. And you call them up. We are burying one of Prophet T.B. Joshua's sons, Orlando Julius, a world-famous saxophone player who even wrote horn riffs for James Brown. About 10 years ago, I brought him to the synagogue with a bleeding ulcer. He lost weight. He couldn't blow his saxophone anymore. He was dying. Prophet T.B. Joshua touched him on his head in the prayer line, and I think he also touched him because Prophet always knew where the problem is. He touched him here, and I saw, I was in the prayer line too because I will never miss that beautiful touch of Prophet, and he looked at me. Speechless. We went to the restaurant, the beautiful restaurant, and had a meal, and he ate. <laughs> I mean, he stayed overnight, and next day he left. From then on, Orlando Julius told the whole world what happened in the synagogue. He toured the world many times. He died two months ago, but it was amazing. I mean, it goes on and on like this. Prophet T.B. Joshua was the biggest giver I have seen in my life. And, you know, I want to, I, I want to go back to another dimension of, of his giving or another dimension of his service that you kind of brushed past. But I, I think there's something there, which is his, his time as a composer 
his time because I mean you you read music you studied music um, you know how to put all these things together and so forth and here's somebody who hasn't you know studied a day of music when you are in tune with heaven there's constant music going on i sit here and i hear my head beautiful things going on in the background i'm not here now with my laptop or my pencil to write i hear the bass i hear it he could hum to somebody the melodies i he heard and the pianist would put the chords on it he could not tell you this is in a B minor flat with another six and so on, but he heard the music because he was constantly in tune with heaven. I wrote a song called Music is the Memory of Your Dreams. Sounds and vibrations penetrating your ears, million colors in countless shades. Music is a language understood by everyone. Dreams are remembered in a million songs. So Prophet had, I wake up in the morning and I write down what I hear in my dreams. But Prophet was so in tune with heaven that he could constantly hear music too. And that's why Prophet could not enjoy, like me, noisy or trash music. It <laughs> irritates us, it gives us headache. So that's one of my big bonds with Prophet T.B. Joshua music. You know, we've already discussed the impact he made in the lives of other people in the arts, I mean, beyond the arts. Um, but let's narrow it down to you. What would you say is your most impactful moment with will, Prophet T.B. Oh, Joshua? Oh, wonderful. Prophet T.B. Joshua introduced me to one of his sons called Ultimate Commander, a professional wrestler, heavyweight. He called me and said, T-Mac, I have one of my sons. He needs some management. You have an entertainment management company. Come on Sunday to the synagogue and meet Ultimate. I met Ultimate Commander. And um, he said he is going to have a heavyweight fight trying to become the heavyweight champion. I said, Prophet, I'll do anything for you. So we sat down and we planned and um, 12 wrestlers flew in, including the champion. Something happened. They arrived and there was no escort. Prophet said, T-Mac, cool down, cool down. You are agitated. Bring the, we bring cars. They brought everybody to the synagogue. Saini, the, the, the managers, I think there were about 16 people. T.B. Joshua immediately organized beautiful rooms for everybody. We had an emergency meeting. It was decided, don't worry, T-Mac, we do it in the Lagos Stadium. We went to the indoor sports arena, which was in use for 10 years. T.B. Joshua organized about 200 workers. We washed the whole place, painted it, put lights there, standby generator. In the meantime, the wrestlers were taken for training, taken for entertainment. I just looked at Prophet. You are wonderful. It is not your obligation what you do. He said, no, we cannot make Nigeria look foolish abroad. It's my job now to make sure this fight will take off. Ten days later, Ultimate Commander fought and became the world champ. Now came who is going to pay them? The salary balance was about $150,000. Having on short notice a fight, the gate fee was very little. 
Die Wirtschaft sagte gegen T-Mac, cool down, cool down. He paid everybody off. Wow. I said to myself, this is a true man of God. Mm. Not bene, no benefit to him, just for his son, ultimate commander, to have his fight. For T-Mac not to look stupid as the manager, I am an approved um, wrestling manager. He put all this effort in. He hosted everybody, paid everybody a salary, and they left back to America. I'm sure you have seen on Emmanuel TV, Zaini and those wrestlers always talking about Prophet E.B. Joshua. Prophet E.B. Joshua got himself so much goodwill in the wrestling world for what he did. Words cannot express it. And, and just out of the kindness of his heart, out of passion. Passion. Just don't worry. I used to be worrying. And he said, Tiba, why are you worrying? <laughs> we take it easy and we take, we solve the problem. And his whole Emmanuel TV, uh, his whole crew at the synagogue were so cooperative. Nothing was too much for them, especially the time where we cleaned up that stadium in two days. <laughs> Ten years, nobody has used it. Yeah. It looked shiny, new, and looked good on TV. And was a befitting representation of Nigeria. It made was, Nigeria look was. good to the world. Yes, yes. And, you know, there was always this investment in people. Oh, let me, just something comes go in. Go on, mind. go on. I performed <laughs> at the FIFA in South Africa when the, when the, um, the World Cup, the World Cup yes. was on. Every morning at three o'clock, I knew he's going to call me. T-Mac, I know you're sleeping, but I'm not sleeping yet. So I said, Prophet, today Nigeria is going to play. Are we going to win or not? <laughs> he said, you know what, T-Mac? I don't like to give bad news. That's how he left it. And Nigeria <laughs> lost. So he knew already at three in the morning that Nigeria will lose in the afternoon. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> it's incredible. Every and, and, and just the passion for sports yes, as well. football. Let's move over to a story that, you know, globally was at the time, till, till, until date, I would still say this is one of the biggest news stories that's ever happened, especially in the world of entertainment, um, which was the passing of Michael Jackson. Every year since 2002, on Prophet's birthday, I come to the synagogue. Mm -hmm. I fly in, I take my day off. On that particular birthday, I think it's about 11 or 12 years ago, he said to me, T-Mac, I have some bad news for you. Please tell your partner Marlon Jackson, the elder brother of Michael, that Michael should come to Nigeria. I pray for him and he'll be okay. But I remember then I got home and I called Marlon and said, Marlon, Prophet T.B. Joshua said Michael should come in for prayers because he has a problem. Marlon said, but you know, Michael is at the moment rehearsing for his concerts in London in the Q2. But what we're going to do is, since he is part of the Motherland project in Badagri, we formed a company called Motherland group to build slave historical park, hotels, and so on. We will bring Michael to lay the foundation stone in Badagri. But that will be in August. And I said, but Prophet told me it is rather urgent. The day Michael Jackson died, 
I drove home from Lagos, my driver took me home, and I was in a very funny mood. I went home, I lied on my bed, and I got a phone call. Marlon calling and saying, T-Mac, put on N uh, um, CNN, Michael passed away. I put on CNN and saw how they took him out in that kind of trolling. I was astonished. I was speechless. I've learned one thing. When a prophet speaks, better believe. I should have jumped into the plane and saw Michael's mother, Catherine. I was close to the family. I knew all the brothers. We had the same management company in the 70s when I was the band leader of a band called Silver Convention. But it was God's will. But I remember standing there, trying to keep my tears off, the sight of Prophet. Because Prophet said, I remember, a Sunday before Michael died, he told the whole congregation, I was there in the synagogue, this week, a very famous artist will join the Lord in heaven. I cannot say the name, so there will be no panics, but he will go and rest with the Lord. That is on record that he said that on Sunday before Michael died. But I am the only person, he said in confidence on June 12th, that Michael will pass on. So that's one of the stories which changed my mind, my attitude, because I said, a man of God sees this. And a man of God actually has the power to change things if people listen to him. How did this change your relationship with Prophet T.V. Well, I think we became even better friends because now I realized that I have the pleasure, the honor to be in the presence of a true prophet. Many people don't know who even come to the synagogue. They come for healing, they come to listen, but they don't grasp that they are sitting in the presence of a true prophet. Because Prophet T.B. Joshua is so humble, so he sits in his office in shorts, in a t-shirt, in his small little office, and with his kind voice, he gives you advices. He will say, Timag, let's pray. When he prays, so many things happen in my life, in my business, on my flute, my composing, my mind opens up. So I am, eternally grateful to what Prophet T.B. Joshua has done in my life for me. Look at the health I have. <laughs> a leak a secret. I was 74 years old last week. Happy and birthday. I believe those many years of getting that touch by Prophet has healed me. Maybe I would have had any problems, but it healed me. It kept me healthy. Do you, do you ever get a sense that maybe we took time for granted with regards to the time we had with him? Yes, because me being about nearly 20 years older than Prophet, I could never imagine that I will be performing the flute on Prophet's funeral. That was another big honor to me.
Prophet T.B. Joshua knew his time. He knew when he would join the Lord. So he had so much to do in that time span. He didn't let us know. So he took us by surprise. But look what he has done. Look what he has built. Prophet T.B. Joshua is even more popular now than when he was alive. And in the next 10, 20, 100 years, people will talk about the prophet who lived in Africa, who healed on the prayer line. Every Sunday, 100, 200 people, they touch the screen. We don't know how many thousand people are healed in touching the screen when you say touch it. The world has not yet fully grasped Prophet T.B. Joshua. The world hasn't, but I, I believe that with time, as we continue to share more of these yes. moments, as we continue That's to get into That's why I'm so honored to be here today to share my little experience, because there are many people out there who could come and share their experiences here. Now, you know what I love about your experiences with Prophet TV Joshua is that you, you had the grace of encountering all of his personas. You know, even on the, uh, during service, he used to say, there's, you know, TB Joshua, the man, there's and the prophet, there's... I just wanted to say yeah. that. There's TB Joshua. When he's there preaching, I see TB Joshua, the prophet. He is tuned into that energy while he speaks, while he prophesies, and we feel it. When you meet him, I love dogs. I have wonderful stations. Prophet loved dogs. Sometimes he would go and see his dogs. My sons, my younger son, would come along Kingsley and we see his dogs. He loved animals. I love animals. And people don't realize that T.B. Joshua, the man, the human being, was so joyful, so amazing. Speaking of joyful, great sense of humor. Yes. What was your funniest moment? With Prophet TV Joshua? There are many. There was one <laughs> night at two in the morning, before the wrestling match, mm -hmm. he wanted to watch what the champ did, his last few fights, because he was worried maybe ultimate commander will be badly injured. So we went to a couple of the fights that wrestled it before. And you know wrestling is funny. Uh, how people get punched and and TB Joshua will sit there rolling himself laughing. I would laugh. We would have a, the greatest time watching what is happening on television. That was my biggest memory of him being joyful, happy, and just having a good time. I mean, having a good time at two in the morning. <laughs> watching wrestling. Watching wrestling. <laughs> and you mentioned your son as well. And, you, you know, let's talk about your children. Um, you learned a lot of lessons from your time with Prophet TV Joshua. If you had to, I know this is very difficult, but if you had to choose one of those lessons that you would turn to your children and say, kids, it's okay if you forget everything else, but this one thing that I learned from the man of God, make sure you keep this close to your heart for the rest of your life. What would that thing be? I would say there are two things. I'll tell my children. Do your prayers, do your meditation. T.B. Joshua taught me something, I taught them. Please, God, take from me and give me more of you. Take from me and give me more of you. They all have the beats, and we pray 
And the second thing, T.B. Joshua believed in education. Mm. A humble TMAC, I've sent 22 children to the university and a few hundreds I paid the secondary school. I still have six in secondary schools and two in university. Because T.B. Joshua said to me, the biggest gift you can give a child is a proper education. Mm. Nobody knows how many children T.B. Joshua has paid their school fees abroad and in Nigeria. Mm. Ten thousands. I humbly say I did 22, but he has done ten thousands. And all those children who benefited from his heart, his gift with education, they all praise him for the whole of their lives. That's the biggest gift T.B. Joshua could give a child, saying, I pay your school fees. Make the best out of it. Come back with good results. And I've seen them coming back during holidays, proudly showing Prophet their results. And Prophet smiling at them, and putting a little brown envelope, you have done well. <laughs> that brown envelope, you have done well, is wonderful. Mm. Alongside the education, of course. Yes. This has been such a beautiful experience. I've enjoyed hearing about, you know, the happy, the powerful, the impactful, even the unexpected um, from, your, from your moments with Prophet T.B. Joshua. And uh, T-Mac, thank you. You have no idea the amount of wisdom your experiences with the man of God have imparted, and not just me, but I'm sure everybody watching at home as well, uh, because you, you honestly had such a wonderful privilege, and it's beautiful to see that you took advantage of every moment of it. So I thank you so much for that. But you said that you enjoy watching the replay of yourself playing on Emmanuel TV. And, uh, you know, today is a, a joyful occasion as we celebrate our, our, our moments and our memories with Prophet TV Joshua. So we're looking forward to having you perform a very special number for us here in studio. What are you, what are you going to be performing for us? I want to play a melody Prophet TB Joshua liked. It's a little bit Latin, it's flute and piano. And um, I perform it for all the listeners of Emmanuel TV in saying a big thank you for the experience I had in my life through Prophet TB Joshua. Oh. I have a fabulous pianist who plays with me together, classical, jazz, light entertainment. We're going to do that number now. Oh, this is fantastic. Well, thank you for sitting down with us, but you don't go away. We're going for a very quick ad break. When we return, T-Mac is going to take us to the heavens with the sound of a melody that he says Prophet TV Joshua enjoyed so much. So don't move. We'll see you shortly.
Wow, that was a beautiful performance from Timak. I, I, I mean, you guys enjoyed it, right? Very much. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. You know, I, since he made that statement about music being interpreted from the heavens, mm. that performance took a whole new meaning for me because I could feel the energy yeah. of the music. Yeah, we saw you dancing. <laughs> Ooh, not one of my finest talents, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> but you, you know, Prophet Tibi Joshua loves good music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. And that's why, little wonder, he's always close to the prophet. I you saw know? you. Poo, 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 poo. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was flowing with him. Yeah. You know, pl playing my own flute yeah. too. You know, yeah, with the side. paper I had of me. <laughs> so, well, so, I believe we have plenty more, right? Surely. So let's sit down and um, see what our viewers have to offer us on their own TBJ moments. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Wosa from Nassau, Bahamas. I am Dr. Christina Raming Wosa from Nassau, Bahamas. It's a privilege for us to pay homage to Prophet T.B. Joshua, God's servant of blessed memory, on this one-year anniversary of his being called to glory by his master, our Lord Jesus Christ. He was a very willing servant and obedient faithful prophet of the Most High God. He knew the way, the truth, and the life. He loved God. But T.B. Joshua was our spiritual mentor, and Mr. T.B. Joshua was our family friend. The mentorship and friendship spanned almost three decades, involving three generations of my family. This continued the year 2021, when his master called him home. My life changed after I met the prophet. What I found most amazing at that time was that such a powerful man of God was approachable. He epitomized the virtue of utmost humility. For me, that meeting was a blessing from the Almighty Father. I always saw him as a prophet who was in spirit most of the time. I seldom brought up any discussions of non-spiritual things unless he initiated that conversation. He loved soccer and talked a lot about it. These discussions continued until after the World Cup in South Africa when he no longer got involved or discussed anything soccer. He called us on phone randomly and unexpectedly. He calls his calls by usually short and straight to the point. And whenever I spent more time than what I considered usual for him, I knew he was praying in spirit for me and my family. In his telephone conversations, he never said goodbye. I heard him say many times that Jesus never said goodbye. My name is Samuel Rojai. We both live in the United Kingdom. And we want to thank God for the life of our beloved father, Prophet T.B. Joshua, who during his lifetime 
demonstrated the authority and the power that is in gospel in his teaching, preaching, and deliverance throughout his time. His teaching has taught us that total dependence on God is obedience. We just want to thank God for the life of this mighty prophet, a mighty man of God with the heart of God. He is our beloved Father, and we love him so much. His legacy lives on. He was a selfless man of God. He was compassionate. He was very caring. For all, we bless God for a wonderful man like our beloved Father, Prophet Tibi Joshua. And we want to also use this opportunity to thank God for the life of our dear mother, Pastor Evelyn Joshua, for continuing with the vision. And we're praying that the Almighty God will empower her in more in Jesus' name. This is the Lizard Nova family from Johannesburg, South Africa. Prophet TV Joshua, we love you. We miss you, Daddy. You taught us a lot of valuable practical Christianity lessons which we shall forever cherish in our lives. Thank you, Prophet T.P. Joshua, for impacting my family in a tremendous way. Thank you for the love and thank you for everything. We will continue with the legacy of love, legacy of humility, and legacy of giving. My children have put some quotations from Prophet T.P. Joshua's teachings which they love to share. True humility lies on the total dependence in God for everything. The way of obedience is the way of blessings. Jesus doesn't consult our past to determine our future. Your success and happiness depends on your willingness to help others solve their problems. Let's love lead. That's why it's not good enough. The best is yet to come. In January 2021, we had an encounter with Prophet TV Joshua. That was our last moment with the Prophet and we'd love to share that moment. Thank you. These are the last moments with Prophet TV Joshua on the 6th of January 2021 and we shall forever treasure and hold them dearly in our hearts. Hmm, wonderful submissions there. So inspiring. <laughs> Honestly, I'm inspired. Me too. And you know, I can't wait to see more viewers sending in their videos. I was really touched by what people say from all over the world. It inspired me, touched me really. And I can't wait, as you say, to hear more from all the viewers over the world. I'm waiting for the next My TBJ moment. Thank you. And until next time, when we come your way again on My TBJ Moments.